Welcome to Political B-Sides, the show where we explore the alternate scenarios in American history. I'm Nick Konopka. And I'm Carlo Andreasi. So, Nick, can we just kind of go over first where we got the idea and how this came about? Yeah, so we're both political junkies, and we'd, we're roommates, so we'd sit together and we'd just talk about, like, random political scenarios. What if uh, Donald Trump never ran? What if... Hillary Clinton won. I mean, they're not all related to the 2016 election, but we'd theorize about the different scenarios in American history and how the country would change because of it. And it got really interesting when we started talking about, okay, let's get a little wacky. What if Mitt Romney won in 2012 uh, and was president for eight years, oversaw the coronavirus, and we just went into this huge discussion about, wow, like so many things would have changed. We could make a whole podcast about this. Our roommate Cole was saying like, wow, you can make a podcast about this. So here we are. Yes. And uh, one of those scenarios that we decided to come up with was what if John McCain won in the 2008 election? And that is the topic for this week's episode. So Carlo, uh, would you want to start us off about what happened in the actual 2008 election. <laughs> so first off, this would never happen. McCain didn't stand a chance after eight years of Bush. I'm pretty sure Bush had like a 25% approval rating. He didn't even show up to the Republican National Convention that year because the Republican Party was just so shameful of him. Uh, actually, before we recorded this, uh, I was watching the 2008 uh, Obama-McCain debate. Opened my eyes to a lot of things, uh, actually. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, McCain had a horrible chance of winning. Like, there's probably very little scenarios where he actually won just because of the war in Iraq. That was kind of one of the main topics of the election. Obama, he could come in. He was new. He didn't have to say, oh, yeah, I voted for the war. But just like everyone else that was running, like Clinton or Biden or McCain. Yeah, and... During the debate, like, McCain was trying as hard as possible to distinguish himself from Bush, but the way he distinguished himself was describing basically what Trump's tax policies were. So if McCain were to win, knowing that Obama wasn't terribly progressive in his reaction to the financial crisis of 2008, right? But McCain would have just been the complete opposite. McCain would have done basically the Trump tax cuts, which you saw how that played out when there was an economic bubble that got bursted with covid yeah and we definitely know that like like you said i mean the trump or not the trump the obama uh auto bailouts they were controversial at the time and they helped maybe they weren't enough but that would not have existed under a john mccain presidency america would not have recovered as much as it did uh in the time that it did but before we get to that how do we think he could win. What was John McCain's path to victory in 2008? Well, right now I'm looking at the electoral map of 2008. I feel like there, there might be like a slight chance. There's obviously the swing states, so maybe yeah. McCain could have won Pennsylvania or Florida, maybe Michigan. Ohio's probably a good contender. I'm I'm currently looking at the results of the states and you know that were the closest. The closest ones were North Carolina, Indiana, Florida, Ohio, Virginia, Colorado, Iowa, New Hampshire, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Nevada. And I think even if he took overtook those, he would uh, have to he would still lose. I think he, he was like 14 states down from winning. But I guess it was just a matter of having to win all of those regular states and maybe Obama, some controversy coming up for Obama that would lead him to winning. Right. And. I don't know. The the McCain platform 
it was really scary. I mean, I, I trust your judgment on electoral maps way more than my own. Because I, I see this man, like, we're watching Netflix the other night, and I just look over to this man's computer. He's, like, doing mock electoral maps. Yes. As... My, my, uh, <laughs> that's my forte, redistricting and electoral maps. So that can, that, can, that can be where my expertise comes into this. That's why I'm so baffled as to how John McCain could win or have a path to victory. But let's just suspend well, that disbelief. Right. We have some wacky scenarios. Yeah. But, like... Some of them, like, I mean, Mitt Romney winning is a stretch, too, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, this is just a fun, like, little idea of, like, you know, it may not be realistic, but what if it did happen? Yeah. And seeing Trump, or not Trump, seeing McCain and Obama debate, McCain reminded me a lot of, of Trump. Interesting. But not in the way of, like, how he carried himself, because I think Trump just didn't know how to be a politician. Like, we, like right before this, we watched that video of the lady at the McCain rally. Uh, Obama is, 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 is a... I don't trust him. I, I've read about him. He, I, uh, uh, he's an Arab. No, no, ma'am. Uh, Obama is a nice family man. As if Arabs, <laughs> you know, people of Arabian descent, Arabian-Americans cannot be... Nice family men. Right. So so the rhetoric of, like, racial animus was always there in the Republican Party. The Republican voters have always been racist. Okay, but... Well... Okay, okay, well, not, the, the, not the, all Republican the, voters well, the, are racist. But the Southern Democrats, I mean, you know, by the time of the party switch, there, right. there have been some racist policies, the war on drugs being chief among them. So there is a history of that. Right. And, and like, even the voters themselves. After 9-11, there was always, like, like that just sparked huge racial animus against Arabs, against people with brown skin. And with, with, with McCain's campaign, it wasn't, like, shrouded in, you know, anti-Islamic bigotry, like with Trump's campaign. But, like, as you can see with his rhetoric there, it's like, oh, no, he's not an Arab. He's a good person. Like, Be yeah. There, there's still, like, <laughs> It's a, it's a given that Arabs are bad people in this yeah. scenario of a John McCain sort of viewpoint of things. Yeah, see, so to me, the Republican base and the Republican framework didn't really change with Trump. Trump just kind of brought it out in the open. He dropped the political civility mm -hmm. and like, created like a populist movement. And especially since, I mean, when he ran in 2016, I don't want this whole podcast to be about Trump, but... Right. He wasn't the most conservative, and neither is John McCain. John McCain, he was kind of heralded as a maverick in the Senate. He didn't always, you know, follow strict conservative ideals. So I can see where that sort of comparison comes up. And he was, like, legitimately, like, uh, against torture. And that's one thing that, like, I, I trust him honestly more than I trust Obama, probably on the issue of torture, because he experienced torture firsthand. Mm -hmm. And, like, the one foreign policy thing that I would give, like, that maybe McCain would have done differently is he probably would have did away with torture. Yeah, and that would have not been an issue. So, John McCain gets sworn into office January 20th, 2009. We're in the midst of a crisis in the uh, Midwest, in the Rust Belt, you know, the financial collapse, the uh, housing bubble. And... What does John McCain do about it? Okay, so here's how I picture the next four years plays out. It's kind of like how 2016 through 2019 plays out. I think uh, the economic policies of McCain's are pretty similar to Trump's in you know responding to an economic crisis, except it's directly after the economic crisis. We don't get 
uh, the financial bailouts of like regular Americans like we did with Obama, we get more. I mean, Obama still did like huge, huge subsidies to mm-hmm. large corporations. Yeah. As a like uh, Obama is no saint when it comes to responding to the financial crisis. But uh, McCain probably would have had s- policies similar to Trump. And it would have created a big economic bubble. And in 2012, I think that gives McCain a pretty good chance at re-election. Yeah. Because we have a perception of this great economy that's just on the verge of collapsing Mm -hmm. at any second. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, do you think, even from a midterms perspective, I mean, Obama got killed in the midterms. And, I mean, I, I guess the economy would be booming by the time of maybe 2010, or it would be doing better. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think that uh, Republicans would do any better in the midterms. I feel like the Democrats would take Congress in 2010. I mean, yeah, I mean, when there's a Republican president in office and vice versa, like, the opposite party usually takes Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that would be enough in 2012 for, you know, whoever would come up in 2012 to be to beat McCain, but... I would say McCain being president in 2008 would probably lead to maybe a Democratic House. I don't know about Senate. I think, well, the Democrats can... Tr- in- the real reality, the Democrats had like 60 seats in the Senate until the midterms. But let's just say that instead of this big blue wave with Obama, it's kind of standard. It's a wash. Uh, McCain has control of government. So, yeah, he would do these tax cuts. And do we think so you think he would be popular enough to win a second term? I mean, OK, what do the Democratic primaries look like in 2012? What are I think? Obviously, Obama couldn't run again. He, yeah. That would have been just a horrible blow. That would have been a blowout. He, I mean, he would have. He was heralded as this new change maker. He was young. His political career is essentially over. He's just going to sit in the Senate until he withers away and dies. Is I, this Bernie Sanders' time to strike? I think it may be. I think it's. I think it might actually be the 2016 Democratic primary. Just all over again. Just four years yeah, earlier. Four years because earlier. I think I'm pretty sure in 2012. I mean, it wasn't he didn't do anything with it, but I feel like there were whispers of, cause I'm pretty sure Sanders did not agree with Obama on a lot of things. Right. And I want to say that he was thinking about a primary challenge in 2012 for Obama. So obviously he was having presidential ambitions by that time. And Clinton, obviously she just, she was the runner up in the primary. So obviously she would get in. I'm going to check about that. Uh, I think, yeah, I think this is the obvious scenario. Bernie Sanders runs four years early because there's a Republican president. And I think Hillary Clinton also runs because she was just kind of heralded by the Democratic establishment as next in line. Yeah. They they didn't even expect anyone to challenge her. I mean, maybe maybe Joe Biden. But Uh, there there was some talks about Joe Biden before Bo died. But I mean, I don't think he would have done as well as Clinton. I mean, listen, Biden tried well, running for president, what, three times? Yeah. And he never stood a chance without the Obama clout. That's true. I don't think Biden would have got anywhere that if is true. Obama was never president. So, yeah, he was thinking about, Bernie Sanders was thinking about a primary challenge for Obama in 2012. Interesting. I, uh, it was probably would have been more of a statement piece than, like, right. actually trying to win the nomination. But we already know he has those ambitions by 2012. So do we think there would be anyone else that would kind of shake up the race besides Clinton and Sanders in 2012? Well, let's not forget about Martin O'Malley. 
Martin O'Malley. I don't know if he would. You know, I don't know if he would pop in at that time. I don't know much about him. Uh, I can't think of anyone else who in the Democratic establishment would challenge Hillary Clinton. That is true. Uh, besides, like an Obama. I mean, if maybe I, I don't know if Obama would try running again. Honestly, no. Like no. that would have been so devastating. That would have been a disgrace. Yeah. Right. Uh. So yeah, I'm thinking primary is again Hillary and Bernie. Mm-hmm. Uh. Do we think Bernie has a shot? I think uh, I don't. Mm, I think there is a better chance. Bernie probably has a better chance in twenty. It, it's tough. I feel like it'd be a similar result because Hillary wouldn't have the the baggage of the email scandal mm-hmm. and Benghazi. I mean, that's as, more concern among Republican voters, don't you think? That's true, but I feel like it also kind of give gave her the perception of being untrustworthy. Just right. in general, they it, it kind of just the narrative because like I mean she wasn't super liked. I mean she was kind of on she won like nearly half of the primary voters in twenty two thousand eight. So what changed in you know twenty sixteen that made her kind of do? I guess she did better technically. So, but I'm saying the perception of the economy is good in okay. twenty twelve, and it was good in twenty sixteen too. But I feel like Bernie just had a bigger shot there because. Eight years of Obama. I think a liberal president kind of makes people more progressive. It leaves people wanting more. And Obama definitely left people wanting more. That is true. That and is I, true. I feel like Bernie Sanders in the Democratic Party's voter base kind of thought, okay, this is the logical next step. That is, yeah. Uh, but I'm interested to think, like, after four years of McCain, you have a conservative president that is going on. Uh, 12 years of Republican rule, uh, mm-hmm. and then our, but also at the same time, the economy is looking good. And the economy mm-hmm. was looking good. I mean, Trump could have sailed to re-election in 2020 based on the economy if there were no COVID. Yeah. So do you oh, think... Trump, oh, Trump would have blew out that election, in my yeah. opinion, if there was no COVID. So it would kind of just be a similar thing, just like a COVID-less Trump pre- presidency, if we're thinking those mm-hmm. are the same policies. So I feel like McCain would win in 2012 oh absolutely i'm saying yeah Mm -hmm. and it's it's hard for an incumbent to lose already and with mccain like not having much baggage on him after four years yeah yeah mccain's probably gonna win but i'd say primary wise it's it would probably end up being hillary yeah it would be a hillary he would it would probably just be like a standard like trump win yeah like 2016 that sort of path to victory and also like with obama like just in the alternate sense like in obama came a lot of like not like new democrats but like it's it was a kind of different side of the democratic party that kind of came up Mm -hmm. like you saw less he kind of shifted the democratic party a a bit more to the left i mean he was no leftist but yeah do you i think the democratic party might even stay more moderate in this scenario that bernie sanders might even be too foreign for people oh yeah after Eight years of Bush and then four years of McCain. The Democratic Party's not moving further left. No, most absolutely definitely. not. No, but okay. So McCain sworn in as president in 2012 as well, or mm. yeah, I guess 2013 technically. Yeah. Uh, does anything does anything really change in those next four years? Do, do we think? Do we think? Well, let's go back. No gay marriage. No gay marriage. Well, no, that was a Supreme Court decision. Right, but I think that kind of fell on the back of the advocacy from Obama finally coming out. That's possible. I don't think, like, with with a Republican administration, the Supreme Court wouldn't really have the motivation to make that decision. That is a great point. Not only would they not have the motivation, but they, I don't think they would have the votes. Because 
Obama nominated two different people to the Supreme Court. He nominated Justice Kagan and then Justice Sotomayor, I think. I believe Sotomayor was first to replace Souter, who mm-hmm. was kind of like a – he was uh, – Justice Souter was nominated by a Republican president. I'm, I forget which it was, maybe H.W. Bush. He was kind of a moderate Republic, not Republican, but he was more right. But obviously he was kind of moderate. He retired early during Obama's presidency and he was replaced by Sotomayor. And then um, Kagan replaced, uh, I don't remember who Kagan replaced, but that means that McCain would probably get two um, conservatives on the Supreme Court. Right. Oh, boy. I mean, that's one less than Trump, but yeah, yeah, but that changes a lot. That would make it a, I mean, by the time it comes to 2016, you would have um, a, you would have two liberals on the court, I believe. Oh yeah. That's, that's a bigger ratio than what we have now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Roe v. Wade might be overturned in a McCain presidency. Just because of how conservative the Supreme Court is, because there would be you wouldn't have the two uh, under the two liberals under Obama. And then by the time 2016 rolls around, it's uh, what? Five, four court. Yeah. I think something like that. So in this scenario, you would have a very, very conservative and Scalia would die in 2016, mm-hmm. obviously. And the Republicans, I'm sure the Democrats wouldn't, you know, pull a Republican move and say, we're going to hold this off until the election. Right. But the Democrats in good faith being, you know, the Democrats of 2016 without Obama, they would n- allow McCain to nominate a third justice to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's what's uh, Congress looking like in 2016? I have a feeling that even though McCain is popular enough to win a second term, I feel like just like with Obama, just like with Trump, just like with Bush you just see like the Democrats just gain a lot of seats yeah. in the House and Senate, especially after 2005 and then 2010. So by 2016, we have a Democratic Senate, a Democratic House, and a very conservative Supreme Court. Yes. Okay. So I think, well, that would make room for you have the House and Senate, which are probably extremely liberal or extreme, you know, a lot of Democrats in there just flipping seats from just the general like more animated base because of you know so many years of a republican in office but you also have a full supreme court do we think a full mostly full conservative supreme court do we think that the democrats would try to codify something like roe v wade into law hmm i mean obviously I mean, they I wouldn't th- have this the i don't know if they'd have a veto proof majority right uh, but maybe by the time a Democrat wins next. It definitely would have been brought up, at the very least, to, like, Congress floor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it would really get anywhere, especially if McCain's president, like, he has, you know, he has jurisdiction over whether a law like that passes. And mm-hmm. McCain was very, very pro-life. Yeah. Yeah, even, like, more so than Trump. So, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, so, give McCain eight years... And uh, let's see, no Obamacare. No, nope. so, that is a big one. Yes. So we do have a lot of people struggling with health care then, especially since, you know, mm-hmm. 
healthcare prices would still inevitably rise. Mm-hmm. And so many people lost their jobs from the housing bubble and the cra- the economic crash of 2008 that we they're would've... not even met with a social safety net of Obamacare. We would have got even bigger subsidies to large corporations. Mm-hmm. Wall Street would have been bailed out even more. Uh, I-, I think the economy would start to look kind of grim by 2016. Mm-hmm. I think there would be huge signs of like, okay, this, this is going to blow up at any second. Then does that make room for a Trump on the left? If people have economic insecurities about so long of a Republican as president, do you think there would be a populist on the left that would emerge in 2016? In this scenario, we have Obama gets knocked out in 2008. Clinton gets knocked out in 2012. Do we think that Sanders would come back in 2016? Oh, and who would challenge him? Do you think Hillary Clinton would have... Yeah. Because Hillary Hillary didn't come back after she lost to Trump. She wouldn't have come back. I think 2016, honestly, would have looked a lot like 2020, Democratic primary-wise. But I think yeah, what option would, would there be other than sanders yeah i mean uh, there's probably other voices that would emerge you'd probably have like i feel like people would kind of mm, no i was gonna say they could go back to the basics with like a, a easy like figure uh, well they had the newcomer in 2008 they had the establishment in 2012 mm-hmm. so at that point it would have to be like someone completely politics adjacent i feel like so you are you saying like an outsider comes and runs like a, the like a John party? McAfee, I, I, a Marion Williamson, a Marion Williamson possibly. In this um, scenario, Marion Williamson runs against Sarah Palin uh, in 2016. I guess that is true. We need to think that about would who be the, the funny. <laughs> Imagine that debate. That would be something. But I can't. I still can't get over, get over the Supreme Court. But we're kind of past that. Yeah. But. So I would say with people really struggling with health care in this scenario, Bernie Sanders is a very popular candidate in 2016. That is true. I think I, I'm usually on the side of uh, a Republican president doesn't really radicalize people to the left. But in this scenario, honestly, I think Trump's also running for the spot in 2016. That's a life goal of his. I feel like that's interesting. But I also feel like a, the reason he ran and he's kind of not I mean, he's probably just said this is like a jab, but I feel like one of the main reasons he ran was because of Obama, not only because of like his policies, but there might have been some racial stuff there. Right. But also right, just course. the fact that like he was kind of publicly shamed with like the whole birtherism stuff. I feel like Trump wouldn't have kind of tried to run for president without Obama. Do you think this is the scenario where Trump tries to run as a Democrat? I think at this point he was already too conservative at this point. I mean, Obama kind of made him conservative. That's possible. He was he was a hardline Democrat. Uh not really hardline, but he was pretty liberal. I mean, he, he was he was liberal and honestly that started he the one thing he's always been consistent on, of course, until he became president was he was very against free trade. Like he was a he was a huge protectionist, and you can like go back to clips of him in the '90s, saying how much of a protectionist he is. Yeah, and I mean, I'm looking at Wikipedia. It says he was a Democrat from 2001 to 2009. So, oh, so before that, would he have been an independent? Before that, he was part of the Reform Party. Oh, which was like Pat Buchanan and like Ross Perot, I believe. So, kind of libertarian esque. Libertarian, but. So, 
I think Trump could run as a Democrat in this scenario. Well, if he... Yeah, I think he turned Republican in 2008 because he's always had ambitions to be president. Mm -hmm. And with Obama's policies, that probably is what flipped the switch for him. Because, I mean, he wrote a book. Trump wrote a book. We'll get more into this in the next episode. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Trump wrote a book in 2000, or not, in like the mid to late 90s, outlining a run for president where there's parts of it. And he was like, I would uh, make Oprah Winfrey. She would make a great vice president. And I would run on... Uh, you know, I'm just throwing ideas out there, but single payer healthcare, like they have in, uh, you know, European countries, like in Canada right. and stuff. Like these are things that he was like mulling over and like trying to create like a late 90s campaign. So I can't see why that would change by this time, especially without Obama. Hmm. So what are we like ultimately going with on the Democratic primary for 2016? I think the lineup would be. You would have probably Sanders. You would have Trump, possibly, do we think? Sanders versus Trump in the Democratic primary? I mean, I mean, Ooh. if Obama's <laughs> not there, I mean, but I don't even know if he would run. I don't think Trump would run. Yeah. I think it would be like Sanders and then like some governor. Because like you, cause you have right. two senators fr- from Washington. You would pro- So you would probably get like some uh democratic governor from i don't know new not new mexico new england something like that for the sake of preserving next episode let's leave trump out of the equation okay i'm saying bernie sanders absolutely wins in 2016 Mm -hmm. because you have like 16 years straight of neoconservatism like in a way that trump never presented it because you just see these like obviously corporate-based lying politicians, nothing changes. And the spark of Trump was really a response to that. But since Obama was president, you know, yeah, it was able to come out on the Republican side of things. I think if, if in this scenario, populism in the Democratic Party would be very popular. Yes, that is true. And the Republicans would probably be probably have a little more, Mm. power i mean not power but like they would have a little more uh, people would fall back on them more influence over culture yeah and they could i mean and people could fall back on them more kind of like how they do with the democrats possibly now i mean we haven't seen a lot of elections post january 6th post like the end of trump but like where it's like okay that the left is real crazy with their populism Let's maybe mm-hmm. stay safe with the Republican Party, kind of like yeah. how uh, certain attitudes are now. And they would just go with, oh, look at look at the numbers. The economy's doing well. The stock market's booming. Mm-hmm. So the 2016 Republican primary might just honestly look like the same thing just without Trump. Yes, but also another important factor, you'd probably maybe have Sarah Palin. A Sarah, Sarah, we haven't even got into we, Vice President Sarah Vice Palin. Vice President Sarah Palin. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh. foreign policy conducted off the back porch yes. uh, to Russia. <laughs> um, I can I can see Russia from my house in Alaska. Don't you lecture me on foreign policy. That would be, I feel like she would, I mean, it's not like the vice presidents have any major role, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Not uh, really. Honestly, McCain probably would have just tried to keep her in the background as much as possible. Mm-hmm. 
knowing Sarah Palin though, she probably would have tried to run. Yeah, that would have been funny. It would have been interesting, especially since she's like unhinged and she can kind of go on her own. I feel like she would be almost like a Marianne Williamson type. Yeah. Or even like so she wouldn't get anywhere in the primary. It's like a less appealing Trump almost, where you get like just like saying stuff, just like saying the craziest things. Right. Like. And just people being like laughing at her instead of being like, okay, I can go with this. Palin in two thousand eight was like touting out like Obama meddles around with terrorists mm-hmm. and McCain had to like say okay okay so my VP may be a little crazy yeah uh don't listen to her but you know she's a great woman just just kind of just yeah steer and clear also without Obama not only do we not get you know a Trump type figure in 2016 we also probably don't get the Tea Party meaning no Ted Cruz hmm. to run I think we still get the Tea Party. You think we still get the Tea Party? Yeah, I think there's still an itch in the Republican Party for there to be, like, you know, more outspoken, populist-type candidates. Okay. I feel like there would still be a call for someone like Ted Cruz. Honestly, I feel like for the Republican primary, uh, either John Kasich, Ted Cruz, or maybe Marco Rubio. I'm okay. saying I'm saying Ted Cruz, probably. Ted Cruz? I think... I think... Because, okay, McCain, do you think McCain would have gotten out of Iraq? Well, Obama never really got out of Iraq, but he pulled out, like, officially. I don't think so. We're not officially at war with Iraq anymore. We have, well, do we have troops in Iraq? I, the war's over in Iraq. That ended in, like, 2010. Right, the war in Iraq is over, but we're still militarily involved in Iraq. Yeah. In the same way we're involved with, like, Syria. Yeah, but that's kind of... I feel like perception would be the, is that the war ended generally. Right. So I. So do you think? Yeah, I think Osama bin Laden still would have been killed. Y- you think? Um. I mean, how much? That, how how much did Obama? I mean, obviously he's commander in chief. Yeah. But do you think any other president would have tried doing that by any means necessary? Uh, I suppose so. Yeah, we would get. Yeah, we'd probably still get Kit bin Laden, and then. Uh, that would really play to the Republican base, I feel I, like. I think foreign policy-wise... Republican does it. Foreign policy-wise, I just think Democrats and Republicans are similar in general. Okay. I think not much would have changed. Yeah. We still would have done drone strikes. NSA spying still would have been ramped mm-hmm. up. Yeah. All, everything bad about o- Obama basically would have still happened under McCain. You just wouldn't get the ACA. You just wouldn't get, you know, yeah. Supreme and Court justices. Other than torture. I'll give torture to McCain. Okay. You'll torture McCain? <laughs> <laughs> wow you heard it here first um but yeah i'd probably be yeah like a Kasich for the republican primary you'd probably get like a Kasich, a palin a cruz i don't know whether the republican party would go populist or just standard the same thing we've been doing for the last 16 years i feel like the base would have been riled up so you think cruz would win I'm I'm going with Ted Cruz. Yeah, so we had, so in 2016 we would have Ted Cruz versus Bernie Sanders. That would be an interesting play that out. Would, and yeah, I've seen Bernie Sanders and Ted Cruz debate. They've debated on healthcare. Yeah. Uh Ted Cruz is one of easily one of the sleaziest politicians, oh, I think. Yeah. I mean even even John Boehner the former speaker of the house called him like a miserable SOB. <laughs> like he I mean you even watch like I'm weird and I watch C-SPAN. Like you'll see your standard like uh republicans talking democrats talking the republicans like uh 
agree with them or not like some of them will like bring up just like valid just like like if you're a conservative you're gonna hear that and be like okay yes that is a fair point but like ted cruz just like blows it out of proportion to the like he's like the type of person that you argue with and he'll like blow it out of proportion and you're like i don't even want to argue with you because you're changing (laughs) the terms of the argument so much right like you he'll just blow it out of proportion and so yeah he is quite a sleazy guy (laughs) so cruz versus sanders okay immediately off the bat sanders is winning i mean okay i think i think the republican base is continuing to be more you know in line with like the tea party i don't know if the tea party necessarily exists without obama but the movement still exists i think after 16 years of republican presidents that kind of kind of coddle the democratic party and kind Mm of uh, they use they use the language of a politician basically yeah ted cruz is kind of legitimately a populist on the right i think he would have definitely just like trump brought in the racial animus uh brought in the hey well the the faults with healthcare, the faults with the economy it's all the immigrants you know yeah it's illegal immigration it's what they always run to it's uh crimes in city like law and order that sort of thing yeah. richard nixon i mean it would have been it, it would have been a very trump-esque campaign and i think after 16 years of a republican presidency bernie sanders would have looked very appealing i think he i think a democrat would have looked appealing in general a yeah. democrat yes but i feel like with someone like Sanders, especially, I mean, you said it yourself, after a liberal president, people get a little more liberal. I mean, that's the last Democrat that was president in this scenario was Bill Clinton 20 years ago, 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think people will be ready for such a culture shock going from a Bill Clinton Democrat, you know, George Bush, John McCain, and then all the way over to Bernie Sanders. I feel like Americans would be too afraid, especially after like, you're not getting much structural change since like Reagan in terms of like the economy and stuff that I feel like people would be afraid to kind of mix things up a little bit. I feel like was Trump not also a culture shock though. He was a culture shock, but not by way of policy. Right. Oh, policy wise. I mean, Trump was basically just Bush 2.0. Yeah. You're not ramped up the Bush tax cuts again. I think McCain would have been very similar policy wise to Trump. Mm-hmm. maybe yeah. minus some social issues and with trump you're not gonna like tear down the house because people it's mm-hmm. it's the same it's kind of like how, how i was saying before people are like okay the democrats are a little kooky after like not kooky but they're like they're doing all this big spending and stuff like trump and clinton are like eh, but like trump's crazy but at least he's a conservative like he's not gonna right. he's not gonna steer the cart too much to like knock us off i so i feel like people would I feel like Cruz would just edge it out, even though people really? are people are even though people are itching for a Democrat after so long. I feel like they are in you know the effects of a eight year uh, McCain presidency. I feel like don't you think just partisanship though, just partisanship wise, like sixteen years of of a Republican would be enough. I think think of all the like abhorrent policies that they would have been passing. That is true. Then I don't even know if Sanders would be the person they nominate. I feel like there might be even... I think... I I just don't think... Like, if... I'm just thinking, like, at the time, if the Democrats wanted to win, if they wanted, like, 
a Democrat so much, then I feel like they wouldn't vote for someone in the primaries that would change the system so much. So it would have been like a scenario in the 2020 primaries where the biggest reason people voted for Biden was because they thought he was the most electable. I think that's it. Because they're like, okay, guys, think we've you're something. we haven't won in 20 years. Let's uh, throw someone up there that's right. actually going to win and put our policies after, you know, 16 years of Republicans that have gutted gutted the Supreme Court from a Democratic perspective that have, um, you know, done nothing on health care. I mean, they could have possibly had some sort of McCain could have possibly had some sort of health care plan. He would have had a health care plan, but it would have been even more corporate than Obamacare. It would, yeah, it wouldn't have had any sort o- of Obama. I mean, Obamacare was a Republican plan from the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with Obama already like touting out that he wants to do like a public mandate as his insurance policy then McCain would have done something a bit more conservative yeah. and something that would have given a lot of leverage to insurance companies. Yeah. And, and it wouldn't probably would not have been very beneficial to regular people. Mm-hmm. And I think, I just think people would, I mean, with Obama, people are like, okay, you did the affordable care act. It's not like socialism gone wild and like, okay, we were a little more open to someone on the left, like a Bernie Sanders, even right. though he didn't win, but like even like progressive policies, like, you know, more, more stuff on climate taxing the rich a little more under Biden, even like that little bit that people are more accepting of now. So I feel like without that sort of like easing into things under Obama, people wouldn't be ready for someone like Sanders. So realistically who and we don't got much time here, but yeah. we can at least answer this question. Who? And I think if it is more moderate Democrat, they're definitely going to beat Ted Cruz. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. Like, maybe this is Martin O'Malley's time to shine. I mean, he was the he was the third in line. He got like 0.1% of the vote in Iowa, but, you know. Yeah. I, I have a feeling it would probably have to be like some governor. It would have to be like a moderate Democrat governor. Andrew Cuomo? possibly i don't know i he would have been governor for like a couple years Mm -hmm. but i feel like if he would have ran he would have ran in 2020 you know it's true so like i don't even know if his ambitions were really there until uh like after he kind of got popular after the coronavirus it could be anyone really just any sort of like obviously sucks that we don't we can't pull out a name but like just any sort of moderate like governor i feel Mm -hmm. like who has like you know executive experience? Who isn't from Washington? Would be that, and they would probably win out in that scenario. Well, we could just say Trump runs as a Democrat, and we can go over that next week. That is true. Trump could win as a Democrat, and then we would have to explore what, how that would have ramifications in our current 2016 Obama's president. And then we have Trump running as a Democrat. What does that do? Tune in next week. That is true. Thank you for joining us for our first episode of Political B-Sides, recorded at Point Park Center for Media Innovation. I'm Nick Konopka, and you can find me at Konopka25 on all social media. And I'm Carlo Andreasi. You can find me at The Actual Carlo on all social media. Tune in next week to see what would happen if Trump decided to actually run as a Democrat. Thanks for joining us.